Hello and welcome to the latest episode of the Our Title is Taken podcast. Today we're going to be talking about another financial topic, namely the one-child policy. We're going to start off by talking about the one-child policy in a broader context and then any disadvantages or advantages that um, could possibly occur from applying this sort of system in the UK. Now, the one-child this idea of the one-child policy is based on a policy introduced in China in 1979, which was eventually abolished in 2015, where, as the name suggests, the general gist of it was due to the rapid um, increase in population in China and the issues that were um, brought along as a result of that, the government introduced a policy to try to limit this population growth, and hence the one-child policy. Basically, um, using many different means to reduce, stop, or like basically prevent many parents from having more than one child, even if they wanted to. So, Zane, why would we want to apply such a system in the UK? So, limiting the rate of expansion of the population, ultimately, into, well, it solves multiple different problems that the UK is facing. And just one example is the strain on the NHS. We all understand how the NHS is under pressure. Even before COVID, the NHS was pretty understaffed. People were being underpaid. And it was and it was just overall uh, unsustainable, you could say. People would argue it's unsustainable. And a big reason behind this is overpopulation, or rather the population is growing at a really high rate. Uh, so that's one reason why why overpopulation is uh, is uh, has a negative impact. Another one is that it has a positive impact on the, on pollution, and on the environment. So it reduces pollution, it protects natural habitats, reduces global warming, and there. So it doesn't just stop there either. There's a few more social ones, reducing poverty, reducing crime, reducing children who are in children's homes who are unwanted, to put it bluntly. And and a financial application is that the costs of bringing up children for many families is reduced. So those are are a few positives of a one-child policy and, and controlling the rate of growth of the population. What do you guys... Do you guys know any other benefits? Well, I was into, like I was researching like uh, specifically like the one child policy and population control in China and like some of the effects of it. And what I was reading is that there was like, a surprising like population distribution and a lot of effects that were from like for like one gender. Because I was reading that apparently there was like in the gender ratio at birth that had changed quite a lot. And then also, yeah, yes, like that that had changed quite a lot. But then also, um, education had changed. So I was reading um this one thing that prior to the one child policy in China, the roughly thirty percent of women attended higher education, whereas afterwards it went up to like fifty percent. So this might have been like only this effect could only might have like only been uh just for china however like i don't think we can ignore that because that is like a very real possibility that that could possibly happen in other countries um actually just uh, something i wanted to say about that i I remember we were learning in uh 
a couple of years ago, I think in geography. I don't know if yeah. you guys remember this. Oh, I remember geography smiling. way too well. I hated every single minute of you it. You realize honestly. you still go to school? <laughs> yeah. Like, and so yeah, but like you so? still have to talk to the geography <laughs> teachers. No, I don't, and that's I'm good. I'm happy about that because they hated me as well. It was a mutual, <laughs> mutual dislike, Jeez. and I'm very happy for it to stay that well, way. A lot of teachers hate you say that, but anyway. But this, you know, it's called female infanticide that lots of people believed in that area that having a son for an offspring for a child was a lot more beneficial because they would get raised up uh, to become stronger, provide for the family, possibly not, you know, possibly be better for the family's well-being in the future. And because they could only have one child, what they used to do, some families sadly used to uh, kill their female infant if they if they you know, had an infant oh, that if they uh, had uh, a yeah, baby, they turned out to be a girl. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, to prioritize yeah, a male. Like, prioritize, you know, why, yeah. Why also, um, what was that, um, is that like, if people uh, want like a son rather than a daughter, um, they just like immediately sort of like left them to be a, like, and go to like adoption centers and things like that. Yeah, sometimes it was yeah. like that. Sometimes it was a lot worse when yeah. they used to just kill them off. And it was, it was, you know, it's it's really, really bad. And not only because it messed up the ratio of females to males um, after the one child, but, you know, initially after the one child policy was destroyed. But also because of the fact that, just think about it, you're killing yeah, well, children. Like, it, like, it is murder. It is. Yeah. It, of course it is. And the other thing is that some families, you know, they used to believe, especially the people who were of a less, who were less financially strong, they used to think that they needed a male child to be financially uh, well off when they're older. And so they didn't want to... And they can look after them when they're older. Exactly. So they didn't necessarily want to do this either. Yeah, because I was was also reading, like, at that time, it was also because of, like, a lot of, like, the less wealthy families, a lot of it was still, like, agricultural-based. So it was, like, like, they they couldn't really... Like, their, their immediate concern wasn't, like, can they send their child to, like, a higher education and get them to a better job. Yeah, like, no, 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 it was, it was survival. They needed it was survival. someone to help them with like the agricultural uh, like industry, like what they were doing. So that means as a family, they could survive. So, yeah, yeah, so yeah, like, yeah. as a result, so, like, um, male children during that time were like more favored, um, especially in, like less wealthy families, which is really horrible to think about when we're sort of like looking from an outside perspective into this. And actually, the government did, like, obviously knew this was a problem and tried to do some things to sort of combat it. So firstly, I know that at least in the latter part of the one-child policy, um, they basically outlawed use of um, stuff like ultrasound to be able to tell the child's um, uh, sex before birth. um, Because the abortion rates among females was insanely higher. And on top of this... um, the one-child policy is actually a bit of a misnomer because, as we said, especially in rural areas where it was a bit more of an issue, um, throughout, so the one-child policy was in place for about 36 years, but for roughly 30 years, um, roughly half the parents in China, mainly in rural areas, it was actually more of a two-child limit to sort of um, disincentivize parents from sort of um, female fantasies and other sort of issues that were caused by it. Although, um, we're talking about China, but China did have a problem with their population for, for years beforehand. I think, was it Mao Zedong? I think that's how you pronounce um, it. Uh, yeah, um, I can't Ma- remember, Zedong, but he... Something like that. Yeah, Mao Zedong, yeah. 
I wouldn't trust Kishu was... with pronunci- pronunciation. <laughs> he once said Plato. Plato. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, I've, so he encouraged people to basically have more babies. I'm not too sure why, but he encouraged population um, growth. I I believe and it, I believe his successor. Like, um, he believed that would like help the economy like even more. It was like it was like it was, it was something about like making China even better. That's yeah. a good point, actually. That's one of the reasons why overpopulation isn't such a good idea because the overall workforce is going to decrease, so the GDP will as well. Although, but I mean, I to think about that, right? You said, wait, hang on. So you said that if the workforce decreases, oh yeah, 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 of course, yeah. yeah. If there's a one-child policy, the workforce will decrease. But I was also thinking, I don't know if you guys heard about this, but the uh, the generation that was that raised that was raised because of the one-child policy because they were all, uh, you know. Um, only children they were also apparently the, the entire generation was quite arrogant oh, oh was it like the little you know, emperors thing that I was reading about the li- that's what yeah. I was looking for yeah the little emperors that's what I was thinking of I couldn't figure out the name uh, but the little emperors theory where basically if uh, the most fundamental skills you learn about sharing and cooperation with someone else for something that you both want equally as badly or someone wants more than you that happens earliest when you have siblings and that's the best way to do it because you're constantly sharing and that that didn't happen for all of these children and that led to a huge generation of people just not sharing and it i don't exactly remember if that had a huge effect or not but you know even if the gdp if the force the workforce decreases and um decreases gdp i guess this also increases a sort of sense of selfishness amongst yeah. the community it's like uh, i was really basically saying that um there's like young years are pretty much like crucial for like social development and like social skills and because it was like a one-child policy so you didn't like have any siblings a lot of like uh, um it basically said that, like a theory was that a lot of the people born in that generation weren't able to develop those social skills like at a young age so it would have come like as they were older and people were arguing that that could possibly be worse for the individual so they might have like may struggle more with like social interactions and things like that if it was like if if that happened so that's overall going to have a negative impact on china because uh if you look at the workforce overall if they all have those qualities that same weakness then they're not then for example, compared to international and other compared to other countries, they're not going to have the same sort of skill set. If that makes well, sense, so poss- China overall possibly, wouldn't like, have as great. Yeah, of an like possibly, like I I wouldn't really go like that far because like I don't think we've been able to research this like that in depth to show like the exact details and effects of what exactly happened. But like it is a it is a possibility but i would also stress that this might not be what like exactly happened as well cuz like this this is us theorizing what could what may have happened but also what could have happened in what could happen in the in like the uk if it was to be introduced yeah so we've talked a lot about um china and the one child policy in china because that's sort of where it was introduced and that's the re- only real place where we have proper information and data to go off is that the ice cream van? Yeah, I was just waiting for it to go yes, and like toss and edit it out more easily. <laughs> and so, um, obviously, when we apply this to the UK, we can generally assume that a lot of the um, 
issues that occurred in China will also occur in the UK. Maybe certain things, because of social reasons, certain things like female infanticide may not be as much of an issue, but a lot of the other economic, economic factors are definitely going to play a role. And so, I guess, I've, when I was researching this, I saw something quite interesting. Because obviously, initially when we brought, brought up the idea of the one-child policy in the UK, my initial thought was like, no way that would ever happen. That's obviously just terrible. But then, um, as I researched more into it, I saw that some people believe that we already sort of have a sort of uh, two-child policy in the UK because of a lot of financial reasons. So, for example, because of the insane amount of money it costs to raise kids, um, people believe that like it um, obviously discourages poorer generations and poorer people from having more kids. And on top of this, I forgot exactly when it was, but I believe the government actually introduced a policy where they won't, they stopped giving, um, so financial aid. So, um, I guess as a big bit of background before, in the UK, when you have kids, then the government gives a certain amount of money as financial aid to those parents to basically just help raise the, those kids. Um, and then, so basically the government introduced a piece of policy that limited the amount of money and basically said that they'll give financial aid for the first two children and then stop doing so for any subsequent children as a way to sort of control population and but a big issue with that is that unlike so it discriminates quite heavily towards richer people because if they want more than three kids then they'll still be able to sort of afford that and raise them so I guess that was just an interesting thing. I wanted to see if you guys had an idea on. Yeah, um, I'm saying I feel like we're running out of time, so I just wanted to say like one more point with um the population, like how much it costs for childcare, and that like number is even more inflated in the US where healthcare is private. So I remember I was reading something about this, and it was saying that just to have a child in the US is so expensive. Like I I just quickly looked something up, and it said um in 2013 to have a to have a C-section plus like um, uh, childcare like after birth like within the like, first like a few weeks that can cost as much as much as fifty thousand, and then like a regular pregnancy can cost up to thirty thousand. So like even that is I'd say enough to maybe discourage people from um, having children. So like, you could also argue that it's even that you that there is maybe. A more passive uh, policy in other countries that basically incentivizes not yeah. having children you could say and I guess okay. mainly discriminates against poorer yeah. people but yeah so that's all we have time for today and let's be honest we haven't even scratched the surface of this debate um, so you know we might do this again one day I'm just gonna quickly ask you guys um, something I forgot to mention this this can link in slightly to an episode we did before, Can We Live Forever? And I recently read somewhere that the maximum human age could be is 150 years. So bearing that in mind, what do you guys think? Should the UK enforce some sort of population control? If they, and bearing in mind that they could uh, implement some, re- some sort of uh, regime policy or some sort of medical thing or whatever to increase our lifespan 
should the UK limit the pop limit the growth of the population? Uh, Sedan, do you want to go first? I think that the population, uh, honestly, at the moment, we can't say for sure if the population should be controlled or not. I think that's a very difficult topic to answer on because at the moment, obviously, you know, we do say that the population is increasing to a level that we won't be able to create food uh, at the amount that we're going to need it. We won't be able to create resources, education, housing, sustainable energy at the rate that we need it to feed and to clothe and provide for all the people that are being born. But I also think it's not fair to stop people from having children uh, because... It's a human right, isn't it? it? It is, it is, exactly. And I think it's very important that the right be maintained. I think there needs to be some other solution. Maybe if we're not stopping human population, maybe we should start increasing resource manufacturing, finding ways to increase the production of resources, which I know in itself is a monumental task of Leviathan problems. But... You know, hopefully we'll come across some solution soon. And, um, you know, it's, it's a stretch, but maybe we can't answer it until we find... We can't answer the question of population because of a human right, and therefore we should focus rather than on human population control. Maybe we should focus on managing the population that we have. Interesting. Do you guys yeah, agree? Yeah, um, I, I think I have a very similar belief. Um. I think we shouldn't really be trying to control the population and like how how like how the birth rate is, but I think like there are better ways such as just um trying to just develop the country and make it um better f- and like better for like the next generation, trying to increase ho- uh, housing and like all of those. So yeah. Okay, so I'm gonna end it there. We've gone really far over time, but thank you so much for listening to today's episode. It's been on overpopulation, a one-child policy, and how would the UK and the world overall benefit from it. If you're interested, if you want to continue the discussion, feel free to DM us on Instagram at OTWT Podcast. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you in the next episode.